Welcome to The Point of View Show, episode 5-0, episode 50, something a bit different than the usual interviews with experts in leadership, marketing, branding, and sales. I'll do a separate episode about that in terms of the journey a little bit later. But before I get into it, please smash that like and subscribe button if you're watching this. But I know the majority of you guys are listening to it, so please, if you haven't done so already, hit that subscribe or follow on your podcast player, whether or not it's Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google, CastBox, and more. It helps me out a ton, and it allows me to kind of justify that to continue doing this um, after so long. So big, big thank you if you have done. If you haven't done so, all good. Hope you do subscribe, and uh, let me get back onto it. So like I said earlier, this episode is a different one. We're coming up to the end of 2022, and this, of course, has allowed me to kind of interview some really great marketers in the space of sales and marketing. You know, we had people like David Massover, which was episode 27. We had Alan Langer, which was episode 41. And more recently, we had Marcus Chan on episode 49. Each had their own unique take on success in sales, but they were all united on the same thing, which was solving the customer's problem. If you can solve the customer's problem, if you can do that eloquently, then you will be able to close better in the long run. So what I did was I brought in some thoughts which aligned to my kind of thinking around the top five Southeast Asia B2B marketing sales. And I pulled a poll that helped galvanize the thoughts from my LinkedIn community as well. So here it is, it's a blog post. Uh, I also released it on marketing in Asia as well as a post and also on my LinkedIn profile as well. So if you haven't checked those ones out, I'll put the link in the show notes below. But here it is, the top five Southeast Asia B2B marketing and sales trends for 2022. Time to dust off the crystal ball and begin to look into the future and what 2022 will look like for organizations and teams in sales and marketing. The following are five predictions sales and marketing organizations will expect to see in the B2B space moving into 2022. These top five are based on a number of factors, including a recent poll that I did on my LinkedIn community, experience in the market, and talking to various industry experts in and around the Southeast Asia region. So for the first prediction, sales and marketing teams unite. In 2022, a big emphasis in organizations, whether big or small, is the need for sales and marketing teams to work more closely together. The issues that result in these teams working in silo is mostly due to the individual trust teams have and the perception of speed and understanding of the market. Too often you hear comments like, I can't use this stuff they give us. The marketing team are so out of touch with what's going on with our customers. It's just too much going on that marketing wants. We just need support in helping us build and support our sales pipeline. Sales teams just don't get it. If we can gather more information from our prospects or our customers, then we can find better ways to communicate and support them. But this takes time though. And lastly, no one in the field believes the stuff that marketing is putting out. Even now, you are beginning to see various organization directors assume sales revenue KPIs into their marketing and brand roles 
as the overlapping of sales and greater emphasis on business sustainability has driven this trend. This is more evident in B2B sales where leads can take longer to close depending on the product or service and in some cases, prospects only beginning the notion of research towards the middle or nearing the end of their existing contracts. Here are some practical ways sales and marketing teams can work closer in 2022. The first one being empathy sharing. What does it mean? It means encouraging a cultural shift for marketers to follow sales reps into quote unquote the field over a number of days to actually see through sales from prospect, lead, customer, and onboarding. Being part of this process will not only generate an understanding on what's happening on the ground, but develop camaraderie and trust between teams to break down those silos. A second practical option is sharing actionable research and insights. Sales reps can be at times quite time poor, and as much as marketers want to enhance the sales team with information, the key is to provide insights and information that's relevant to the salesperson. To do this, you must understand the salesperson's goal when they're talking to a prospect and arm them with information that will help them achieve that goal with their prospect. Typically, a salesperson's goal with their prospect is to help them solve their prospect's problem. Therefore, the insights and research information needs to be informative that's simple to digest. It should solve that sales rep's problem and it should evoke action that can be done repeatedly into a habit. And thirdly, another practical way of breaking down those silo is involving sales earlier in the marketing's plan. For B2B organizations, the sales team and the operations that relate to it is critical in enabling the cohesion and ultimately the successful integration between marketing and sales teams. One way to improve and galvanize collaboration between sales and marketing is to involve sales early in any marketing and branding campaign. Making sure senior sales leaders are involved not only ensures accuracy, but also internal buy-in, which becomes incredibly important when marketing campaigns are rolled out. The second prediction or trend that's going to happen in 2022 is mobile-first strategy. Organizations around the world know this, but there's still quite a lot of brands who are failing to adopt a stronger emphasis to go all-in on digital. According to a McKinsey study back in October 2021 on B2B sales and the effects that COVID-19 has made in disrupting the traditional sales process, over three quarters of buyers and sellers preferred to have a digital self-serve and remote human engagement over face-to-face -face interactions. Even as far back as 2017, the importance of mobile was emphasized with Boston Consulting Group concluded that Mobile drives or influences an average of more than 40% of revenue in leading B2B organizations. Part of this mobile-first strategy overlaps the later part of this post, but simply put, mobile-first will mean increasing accessibility and ease for buyers contacting sellers. This means creating a website that's tailored to your target audience or persona and behavior of your customer archetypes. The mindset within the organization in terms of 
how they will view the website needs to be reimagined and the balance between user experience first and compliance driven second. Too often businesses, often large, traditionally driven or heavily regulated are so compliance first in their digital approach that their creativity and differentiation of the brand gets totally handicapped against smaller, more agile competitors. Strong social media presence. This means both the organization and the salesperson will need to show stronger credibility of their profession and contribution to their industry. A number of ways this can be achieved from strategic partnerships with tier A and tier B influencers to drive a brand's digital footprint within a social space to investing time to create content and syndicate through to their organization's network. In addition, this can also mean a salesperson and even company executives will need to invest time and resource into updating their social profiles and align their credibility across all platforms. There's a quote by International Data Corporation, IDC, which says that 84% of C-level slash vice president executives use social media to support purchase decisions. The customer experience will need to be reimagined. This will be explained further down, but simply put, COVID-19 has disrupted economies all around the world. Consumers are becoming more conscious of the products and services they purchase. The hierarchy and needs will have to change, and therefore it will mean a stronger emphasis on brands to understand the consumer behavior, which will result in either removing various products or services from their lineup, or introducing new ones to cater towards the customer of the quote-unquote new norm. The third trend or prediction that's going to happen in 2022 when it comes to business, B2B sales and marketing in Southeast Asia is personal social media digital presence is key for salespeople. Gone are the days where marketing brand or communication teams focus solely on building brand equity for their branded channels. In 2022, you will see a stronger emphasis on sales professionals and even executives building out their social presence. This will mean brands will need to employ a suite of boutique agency suppliers specializing in developing social footprint of various executives and sales professionals to improve their thought leadership and credibility in the industry space. There's a quote by Ryan Group, which says that 82% of buyers look sellers up on LinkedIn before replying. 84% of C-level and VPs will use social media to make purchasing decisions. And 50% of the B2B buyers avoid sellers who have incomplete profiles. LinkedIn and audio podcasts will be a major social media platform that brands need to focus on. Whether or not it means sponsoring a spread of industry-related podcasts or shows to maximize the audience, sponsoring a few large ones to cut through the noise and everything like that, investing in building branded content for their channels and participating in established channels as guests. As a subsection, there is research on social proofing before meeting a salesperson. In addition, social media tools will need to be budgeted in for brands looking to optimize their workforce whilst gaining the insights needed to make actionable recommendations, i.e. identifying social buying intent. So in the blog post, I've created five or I suggested five social media 
publishing tools for B2B marketers and listening tools. So the five publishing tools are Agora Pulse, Sprout Social, Hootsuite, Buffer, and lastly, Buzzsumo. For the top five social listening tools for B2B marketers, Salesforce Social Studio Radiant 6. It's a quite a costly tool, so if you got the money, go for it. If not, try and check out these other four options. You got Talkwalker, you got Adobe Social, you got Mention, and then lastly, you also got, I also mentioned this again, Agora Pulse. Consumer Behavior Reload. So for this upcoming trend, trend number four, in 2022, businesses, large or small, will need to invest into identifying, understanding, and adjusting to the new customer behavior of the new norm. Customer research isn't really a new thing per se. However, given COVID-19 has swept through the world with various parts still dealing with the multitude and the remnants of existing variants, you can be sure that this will have a large impact both on the safety aspect of the product or service operations, but also how will it affect the economies of consumers. A recent study by Salesforce interviewed over 8,200 marketers across the world from all levels with one insight highlighting the fact that the overwhelming majority of marketers out there, which is about 84%, say that customer expectations are changing their digital strategy. Moreover, since the start of the pandemic, Salesforce has noted that 60% of consumer interaction with companies have moved to digital in compared to 42% pre-pandemic. So what does this mean? It means that as organizations, you need to begin to look at or reimagining what customers are expecting from their pain points, from their likes, from their dislikes, what they go for, how they consume, how they consume media, and also what they are looking for when it comes to a product or service. All right, we're approaching trend number five, but also if you stick around, I have a bonus trend as well. So trend number five, CRM integration and email marketing. In 2022, you're gonna see that there's gonna be a high emphasis on CRM integration and email marketing. I know this can be separated for two, but you can't really have one without the other. With GDPR or general data protection regulation changes, which were firstly introduced back in 2016 and subsequently other nations following suit with their own data protection. And more recently, Google delaying plans to phase out third-party cookies and the iOS 14 updates affecting tracking and conversions. It's now becoming more clear that email capture and usage will become more important for businesses in 2022. So the solution sends back to your customer audience, in particular creating a persona that identifies who they are, what they do, what are their pain points, what are they looking for in a brand, what are they looking for in a product or service, what do they generally like or dislike, what do they believe in, why should they choose one brand over another, and so on. There's a heap of questions out there. It takes a skilled person to do it. You can't necessarily get a junior marketer. I know some people, especially in Asia, you got small small to large medium businesses who think that they can just give it to the latest marketing intern that's fresh out of uni and let them run with it. But the reality is, is you need someone with a lot of experience in dealing with 
your existing customers in order to kind of build that persona and that makeup. Having a junior who's just read something on design thinking doesn't really cut it. But if you have no choice, you have no choice and you gotta do it. But you just gotta be aware that the information that's gonna come out of it does require experience to get the most out of it. All right, I'm back on. Capturing emails on your website isn't just about adding them to your email marketing list. It's about understanding their preferences in terms of the content they wanna consume. It could just be one thing or a number of things that they can subscribe to. Giving users options, albeit guided options, will enable the user and brand to build a fluid relationship. These people on your mailing list might not be quote unquote in market or ready to buy, but at least you can slowly nurture them to the point that when they are ready or in market to buy, that they will have you at the top of the mind to start making those decisions or research processes. All right, we're coming towards the end. I've got this bonus one that I said earlier. This is a bonus one um, that is the hottest topic around, right? All right, we got the last one, which is a bonus one. If you stuck around, on this episode, you've done well, congratulations. This is the bonus one. It's video calling skills will need to be upskilled. And that means building that digital rapport. It's the hottest topic for sales and marketing teams, which is upskilling and implementing best practices when it comes to video call selling. The days where you can regularly meet face-to-face and build some rapport before the actual meeting with your prospect is totally gone especially as technology and of course COVID has dramatically shifted the workplace either to a pure online element or a hybrid of both offline and online. Granted, there's still situations where physical face-to-face meetings will exist, but for the most part, buyers are beginning to become more comfortable with video calling. The main challenge for video calling will be around capturing and maintaining interest throughout a sales meeting to avoid what I would call Zoom fatigue. Earlier this year, Boston Consulting Group released an article that introduced the notion of a new hybrid digital where B2B organizations will have to rethink the way they operate their sales force and suggest five imperative stages to transform your business into a digital first organization. The main elements called for supplementary training and enabling more mobile tools to support customer insights and the sales opportunity pipeline. Targeted training for new skills like how to deal with customer objections over the phone or via video call rather than face-to-face. And lastly, combining regular sales coaching with easy to use tech tools to minimize sales reps frustration. In addition, some training skills will need to be emphasized moving into 2022, including but not limited to asking the right questions with your prospect within 30 minutes, handling objections by anticipating them, remaining fluid in your conversational approach, removing the walls and building rapport in a video setting, how to get the right stakeholders involved throughout the sales process, and upskill and updating your business social profile. Another key trend that will be more overt in 2022 is the timeframe of a typical sales cycle. There will be more shorter meetings to reduce video call fatigue and training to support it. This will therefore mean longer discovery and nurture phases to enable the sales professional to build rapport and stakeholder buy-in 
from across the prospects organization and nurture the idea to solution. So they are the top five B2B trends that's gonna be super important coming into 2022, especially in Southeast Asia, and I gave you a bonus one as well. Let me know what you think of this particular episode. I know it's a little different because I don't have a guest uh, that I'm interviewing and conversing with, but I still think these top fives are super, super important. If you think there's more I need to add, let me know. Uh, I'm more than happy to discuss it, share it, and all that kind of jazz. For everyone who's watching or listening throughout 2021, big, big thank you to you all. And for those who have also shared the content as well, big, big thank you as well. This will be the last post coming into 2021 as we look forward into 2022 and a whole new setup will probably come into play as well uh, with regards to the approach of the blog in itself. But for everyone watching and listening, big thank you. I hope you guys have a great holiday season. 2021 was a messed up year, but let's look ahead for 2022. See you later. Bye.